0: Hello and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Frasier. I'm Will. I'm Kay. And this week we're not reviewing an episode, but it is that lovely time of the year where we do our season recap. Kay, it's been practically a year now since we've started the podcast. We've finished two seasons. How do you feel? Oh, great. And I, I, I always say this episode has a very, like, last day of school feel. And it's it is snowing right. outside. It does feel like the last day of school, like, before Christmas holiday or something like that. It really it's... does, actually. And, like, last last uh, podcast, I wore a shirt. Now I've got something a bit more casual on. I'm feeling like it's an own clothes day, you know what so, I mean? See, so, honestly, when we started doing, like, the Zoom and the video recordings, it was me. I was doing my hair before coming on. Now I'm just... <laughs> I'm in a hoodie. I'm just rocking up. No, <laughs> what does it say on that hoodie? What does it say? I think it says New York City. Lovely. Um, yeah, it's a nice, little, a nice little piece of your wardrobe <laughs> there, modelling it for us. Um, okay, so, I mean, I can't remember how we began last season's recap because I've probably gone back and listened to it with some market research. Shall we just launch straight in? Or yeah, so should we just say just preamble? Uh, for anyone who didn't listen to last season's yes. catch-up, basically what we do... There's a theory. It's not our theory. I ripped off a different podcast called Get Into Gates. <laughs> there is was theory that in a 24-episode series, you have eight... Basically, you can split it into three. Eight really strong episodes, eight okay episodes, and eight weaker episodes. Yes. Um, so that's what we've done. So we've got our three groups of eights ranking every episode from number 24 up to number one, the best episode in the season. And... Um, I was going to say something else as well. Oh, and we give the the group's names, and I've forgotten what the names are. I think one is like Toss Salad, one is Scrambled Eggs, and one is yeah what was it like? yeah what was it although, although we did say we were going to do a different name for each category each season we did okay and one, so i think it was going to be after the name after doors or something like that like the yellow door or the yeah like the platinum door but then platinum i'm thinking door. we should keep that for the season that we're on when it's okay. that season Yeah. um so we've just done some some kind of finagling in the background which you won't have heard we've got our three tiers for this season so Key, can you tell us what the bottom tier, so episodes 24 through to 17, is, please? So, episodes 24 through to 17 will be the Bora Bora tier. Hubba Hubba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the middle tier, so that'll be episodes 16 through to 9. Key, what's that going to be? You know I'm, I you can't mean, pronounce it. You want know I me mean to pronounce it? <laughs> Les Frères Aro, the, the restaurant, of course. Happy Brothers. And finally, episodes 8 through to 1 will be The Empire Club. Did you go to Princeton? <laughs> I went to Princeton. <laughs> I went to Princeton. Okay, right. So let's begin. Key, you kick things off, my friend. What is your twenty-fourth episode of the okay, season? Okay, so ranking twenty-four on my weakest episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um I remember we recorded some like a Friday morning because I had a day off work. Wow, good memory, because um, I don't know what this episode is. <laughs> <of>. <laughs> it was the show where Sam shows up. Good um, choice. I don't. I don't really remember that much about it, other than the no. fact that she was a sex addict and, and she slept with Fraser and Cliff. And a lot of people told us that she was married to David Duchovny, <laughs> who was also a sex addict in real and he's life. Went, you may not know this, but he's actually <laughs> a sex. <addict. laughs> yeah, poor David Duchovny, really got thrown to the bus. Uh, key, my twenty fourth. Yeah. The show where Sam shows yeah. up. And I did predict before we went on air that we'd have picked the same 24 and possibly the same 23, but I, I maybe I'm maybe not. But yeah, I think Tia Leone in particular didn't do a fat lot um, as a kind of a guest star. Are um, you I try when I'm going through this, I usually I write it down and I say, okay, what like I try and sum up each episode in one line as to what I remember, what I like, mm-hmm. and then at the end go through and rank them. And for this one, I think I actually just summed it up as instantly forgettable <laughs> something like that <laughs> it was so brutal hard. i actually i didn't even sum it up because i summed up all of them and missed this one out and didn't realize wow I just that kind of spoke volumes didn't it really so <laughs> it definitely belongs in bora bora hubba hubba um yeah it just doesn't feel like a, a full episode to me like i really odd i mean weirdly that bit in the end when they're in the car in the rain talking that's the most memorable bit i think yeah and i'd forgot that it was even in that episode like the when we re-watched it obviously i'd seen that episode a few times uh, the cheers ones i've definitely seen less but like i couldn't even remember that scene at all so that's how forgettable the whole thing had been i'd yeah. retconned that entire segment so um okay now i do 20 yeah you do 23 now i do 23 <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. Is this making the bloopers, mate? Yeah, this is <laughs> making the bloopers. Actually, the blooper's are like two minutes long for this season, actually. Yeah, oh. I keep forgetting about that. Um, so my 23 key is possibly controversial. I don't know. It's the unkindest cut of all. um just again it, it had a lot of interesting moments in it i like that it's a bit of an eddie centric one but ultimately other than the bit where they're in the park at night which i love yeah wasn't a fan really of the rest um it just felt a little bit flat there weren't tons of laughs um and i'm not that invested in eddie getting a dog pregnant to be honest. Um, I guess that's not the message of the episode. It's more about Martin not wanting to have a mute and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you say the unkindest cut. All I remember is Martin beeping the horn Mm. and whereas Fraser is like, okay, if you look up at exactly 43 degrees, you will see (laughs) that. That's all I really remember. And also that woman, I think, can't remember her name, but her dog was called Phoebe. Looking at Eddie going, he doesn't care whose lives he's ruined. (laughs) That and Niles going, there's a weird hunchback old man, stay away from me. Oh, no, it's oh, just it a bush. bush. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good line. But yeah, that was my um, 23. Okay, we have a sl- we do have a bit of variation. Okay. Uh, my first number bit- 23 is Adventures in Paradise Part 1. Mm. Okay. Instantly forgettable. I don't, <laughs> instantly forgettable. I don't care about Madeline at all in her relationship (laughs) I don't buy into their relationship I don't understand it was creepy that he just called up a swim was it like a magazine basically yeah like a models magazine it was a bit weird and I well I think part two is slightly better because we see a lot more of Lilith whereas she's not really in part one Mm-hmm. um i i could do that part one completely i don't don't really care about it we did talk a lot and a lot of listeners kind of chimed in as well in agreement that they just didn't seem like a, a, b- a believable pairing like you know um you know madeline is attractive in her own way but in the in the in the women that fraser's attracted to in the course of the show she doesn't kind of fit the profile that the writers had for fraser's love interests um i think they're all very much of a type Um, And I think Kelsey wouldn't mind me saying Frazier's very often Punching above his weight With the women he pursues Like Christina The model um, Very clearly Out of Frazier's league um, Especially with that Bozo haircut But there you go The the only thing I really remember The positive thing I remember from Adventures in Paradise I think is that the one Where they went to The French restaurant And the waiter Had clearly was the father of the daughter's baby. Like, Um, you can't even get water in a glass. (laughs) uh, And that's the only thing I remember and you criticising his accent and he turned out to actually be French. (laughs) Yes, brilliant. A great day for xenophobia on the podcast (laughs) that day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh right case okay, it your 20 yeah number 22. so um this one may sound familiar to you because it was just your one number 23. Okay. Uh, at 22 i've got the unkindest cut there we go we're, uh, pre- we're pretty similar here well i i think we'll see quite a bit of variation in the top tier i think we can mm. see change there but i think bottom tier i reckon will be quite similar i think that particularly for the bottom five or six i think um I agree with everything you said about The Unkindest Cut. Uh, there's a couple of nice moments in it, but it pales in comparison to the rest of the series, to be honest. It, yeah. It's weird. I, I It's a really slow start to this season. I, I remember saying at the time, the first two episodes are slow tango and The Unkindest Cut, and it takes a while, I think, to get it's going. It's an odd one, yeah. Um, I can't remember which episode we said would have made a good opener, but maybe The Matchmaker, The I Matchmaker, think. yeah. With Tom Durant being new in the... Yeah, uh, the city. Yeah. Him having to then be introduced to everyone, it would makes have worked really well. Makes a lot well. of sense, yeah, and the episode's so good anyway. Um, my 22, keeping things very similar, is Adventures in Paradise Part 1. Oh. Um, don't need to go into any more on that, but yeah, completely agree with what you said, um, and I definitely preferred the the Part 2. So, 21 is <laughs> Adventures in Paradise Part 2. Lilith makes this double part of Sing so much more um it's dire until she arrives. Um so I think Lilith kind of saves the day here. So that's that's my twenty-one. So my twenty mm-hmm. Let me make another Adven- Adventures in Paradise hey, Look at this, man. We literally have the same four episodes, though. not we? Just same four episodes order. and two of them are in exactly the same place. Oh, yeah, I'm loving this. It is better than the first one because Lilith makes it happen. Yeah. Um, and I love the bit with her and Martin where Martin when they find out she's getting married to someone else like their jubilant celebrations and Niles is like you've decided to send up the institution of marriage by choosing the tackiest place on earth <laughs> um, but again half, half the episode is him trying to get Madeline back and you're thinking well why um, yeah, yeah leave why? it and then she comes back only to leave again two minutes later and you're like well yeah. that's that that's, yeah. that was a waste um, so yeah I haven't got much to say about it, to be honest with no, you. I, mean, I think, I think yeah, I mean, you just said spot I, on. I think, was is it part one or part two where he's jumping up and down on the bed? I think that's the very beginning of part two because oh, they I get back from dinner, don't they? Because they, they see her right at the end of part one. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's beginning of part two, I think. And it's the beginning of the end for him and Madeline at that point. We do have the brilliant <laughs> it's time you tasted the forbidden fruit moment in part yes. two as well. Uh, that alone is like, you know. And we also had, is it this... I think it's this episode where we had on listener mail people what does he actually call his his john yes. thomas uh, he, he has a nickname for it i um, um also i think i do like the ending of the episode in that he goes i think back to bora bora but he goes with niles yeah i did like and that actually. is there a it's bug a, or a spider that niles makes a massive Bringer? bug in the bathroom <laughs> and it's niles closing the door on the veranda <laughs> i love that um my 20th episode key this is mm, probably a bit probably a bit controversial now burying a grudge what <laughs> no your face Oh, okay. Martin's development in this episode, top top notch. Top notch. <laughs> top, <laughs> top notch. But as episodes go, and I mean when, when Preston came on the podcast, he talked about he's not a huge fan of like rooms with a view because it reminds him of his own mortality. It's very a lot of gravity there. This is a very somber, serious episode. Um the taxi opening is great. I like the fact we get Martin's kind of expansion and stuff, but for me personally. Bearing a grudge, just yeah, not not quite enough. I, I don't want to say laughs because laughs aren't what I come to Fraser for. But it's just missing that that je ne sais quoi, as Fraser would say. What nice. have you got? What have you gone for? Twenty k. Uh, I've gone with a far more reasonable number twenty, <laughs> which is slow tango. Oh, okay. Um, is is um his piano teacher is a bit of a pervert. She is. Um, but it gets points because I love the author of the book. And just with like the way he says everything, like I cried when you held me, <laughs> I laughed when you kissed me, and something I when you, when left, you me. left me. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love him, and like yeah. a boat passing in the night, and then twenty pages <laughs> later, she was gone. <laughs> I, lo- I love the book, basically. That's um, a really good conceit for the novel, uh, for the episode. But I just don't really like all the whole piano teacher bit. I hate that ending, yeah. The author's good. Um, I mean, am I... you've done 20, now you do 19, don't you? Um, yeah, I do 19. Okay. So next, number 19, mm-hmm. I've got Roz in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Some big variation, hey? okay. Is there? I mean, Yeah, it's, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, but I don't think it's ever really much more than that. I mean, it's not a particularly—I don't like Fraser in this episode. That's all. Oh, I don't massively like his agreed. We we agreed on that at the time. There's—it's not a heartfelt episode, but there's not actually. I don't think looking back, I don't think there's that many laughs to it. I mean, I really like the bit where she's like walking out the room. And she's like, "Sayonara, saying the last of me, <laughs> <What about her? laughs> Um, but I don't think there's a great deal to it. So that's why it's um it's number 19 for me. Fair play. I, I mean, I'll, I've got some comments, but I think to save confusion for listeners and ourselves, I should save them till I get yeah. to that episode. Um, my number 19... Slow Tango in South Seattle. So oh, still down. in the right area here. Um, all, just mainly for that amazing little bit of lore with the creepy ghost face in KACL. Remember the, <laughs> the woman with the bleeding yes. eyes? I love that. Um, and that kind of... A lot of people who hadn't seen that before like, loved going back and listening to Mail and seeing it. And that was just a really cool moment on the pod. But yeah, again, obviously someone who studies English Lit, any episode that's around a book or focuses on a book or a writer, I tend to like... But this does get ultimately undermined by the piano teacher crap. Um, ultimately, just dealing with possibly a paedophilic teacher. You know, yeah. Fraser is definitely not of age, um, though it might be implied he is, mate. mate like, I mean, I can't, we talked be, about this. We talked about, I think, the different states and well, I, I, th- I think, I think where they I, were. He was eighteen, wasn't he? Okay. Um, I think we're to assume he was eighteen, but that seemed way too late for him to be having piano lessons. To at me, the very least, it's creepy. Yeah, it's um, definitely creepy. And it's um, creepy that she's still doing it. Like, she's still, yeah. guys, really young guys are just rocking up. That massive um, dude and- who arrives. And I I just would have liked the ending a lot more. Because mm. obviously, he goes and he actually, it's her mother that he's speaking to originally. Yeah. And she basically has no idea what's going on. And, and I, I, we don't know if she's got dementia or Alzheimer's or something. But um, I'd have liked her a lot more if she had been the teacher and you'd had that really sweet yeah she's completely forgot him but she had a massive impression on his life but it they didn't do that (laughs) that would have been really good i think i think we i think we talked about that in the review actually just saying i remember saying to you because you suggested that like key that's just so much better you should have been on the writer's (laughs) team um my 18 key is oh i think this is gonna be really controversial now fall me once shame on you which is with the lazy it's, bastard. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you now, we're not in the same category, but it's not it's not it's not it's not, it's not number one for you. Okay. Barry Grudge is clearly not in Bora Bora for you. <laughs> <laughs> um the reason for me wants is my eighteen and is in Bora Bora is I can't quite put my finger on it. Ultimately, I think Nathan Lane is a good cameo. I think he has some funny moments. But also weirdly kind of annoys me a little bit. Um, I don't know what it is. In that last scene in the restaurant, I I feel like he's, he's really just he's acting with a capital A. And it's kind of like, you know, it's really hyperbolic and exaggerated and... I don't know. I think I'm being really unfair here. But just when I think back on this episode, you know, it just doesn't do much to me. I like I remember Martin taking the mick out of Fraser, saying, oh, how did he get the keys to your car? Is he a master criminal like a locksmith? Like all of that I loved. But ultimately, yeah, it pales a little bit. In my mind, yeah, I don't know. Should I save my comments on it till we get to it? In my, I think, yeah, I mean, if you yeah. can say a bit if you want, because I don't want to completely dismiss you, but it's, it's, only... I'm trying to see what's easiest for the format. The only thing I would say is that I really mm-hmm. like the bits when Nathan Lane is in it, yeah. For me, though, Nathan Lane is just not in it enough, mm, okay. He just appears like. in the last two minutes and that's it, yeah, forever. he is barely in it. Barely um, in it. so I'd have liked it a lot more if he'd have been in it from the start and then they'd worked in some kind of angle there, but I do. We're not a million miles away. We're not on the same tier, but we're We're not a million okay. miles away from one another. I'll okay. say that. Uh, so my next rounding up... Um, You're 18, I think. Mean. Oh, I'm 18, so you were just yeah. 18, weren't you? I was just 18. Okay. Uh, I have got... This might be controversial. Um, the botch language of the cranes. Ooh, okay. A bit of variation, <laughs> but not enough to elicit... a, a What? <laughs> <laughs> like I got with bearing a grudge. Uh, botch language. So why is this 18 for you, Kei? Um, I don't really buy into the reason—the fact that he says Seattle's a rainy city and everyone kicks off. I'm yeah. like, yeah, all right, mate. That's no we one did, cares. Yeah, we said this a lot, actually. It, it's it's a bit much. Yeah, and I like it when they're actually. Um, I forget—is it the? It's not a gala or a tour. He goes. It's like it's a some charity kind of event. event, isn't it? Because it's yeah. like ran by the nuns and the priests. And I like it when he's actually up there giving his little speech. Uh, and. Everyone's trying to tell him about the bishop, I think, and he's like, he's turning around and going, hey, am I telling this joke or are you? Mmm, um, <laughs> bummer. <laughs> I, I like that bit, but that's actually a fairly small part of the episode, and I'm not yeah. that invested up in... He makes it sound like I hate a third it. <laughs> I don't. It's a perfectly fine episode. No, no, I'm the but same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In comparison to the rest, I'm not that invested in the first... 16 17 minutes for 23 minute episode is the reality. I I think that's fair. Um I mean from what I remember I think it's is it a hospital charity event like I think, it is. He, he, I think he's doing oh. something for Is it the Sisters of the Immaculate something or Yeah, uh, yeah, but, oh, the... yeah, because um Martin, Martin talks about Sister Joselia. Um, yeah. What is it, the scourge of Ward 3 or the terror yeah, of Ward 3? Something, something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree basically what you said, but it's a bit higher for me, but I'll, I'll save any extra comments for that. Um, okay. Um, is it me next? Am I doing number 17? And then you do number 17? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So next, I've got. Uh, the season finale, Dark Victory. Ooh! <laughs> oh, that was a bit more of a reaction. That what? I mean, <coughs> it's we we are, d- uh, hmm, we're a whole tier apart. Oh dear. Really um, bad. but but continue. <laughs> Seventeen, Dark Victory. Um, it's I like bits of it, but the problem is, is that I think I don't really get their reaction to. I don't like the character develop of Martin or Daphne. I don't really buy into them. Yeah, big time. I like it with Niles and Roz, mm-hmm. but I don't like the way that any of them react to Frasier in the end when they all just leave him. And yeah. you know, It's a really nice Frasier episode, but the rest of them... I mean, it's a good ensemble episode, don't get me wrong, but um, in terms of how you actually view the characters and like them, Frasier comes across a lot more likeable than the others, I think. Very much um, so, actually. Yeah, he does. It's a really good episode for him. For, for critics of Fraser, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, but generally speaking, it, it's good. It, it's a likable episode. But I also the the fact that I don't really buy into the, the development of Martin and Daphne. Just I'm just a bit, you know. Yeah. You don't. You clearly don't want to leave. So why are you making it a big deal that you haven't moved out? And Martin has never expressed a wish to go to Europe and all of a sudden wants to go to Paris. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. that was the big stickler from the, I mean, that's the episode that went out last week. If you're listening to this now, though, as we record this, I've, I'm yet to put it out. But yeah, obviously, Dark Victory is fresh in our minds. But yeah, I don't want to say too much. But um, yeah, as, as a season finale, it's weird because it kind of it's a great season finale for Frasier as a character. Cause he's kind of left with this like slightly existential moment. It's perfect for the next season. That's all he is. He's constantly worrying about his own life, but yeah, as a season finale for the show's ensemble doesn't do a lot for the, for the others, but yeah. So my, my 17, Oh, this is, this is controversial. It's you scratch my book. I, okay. You haven't, you haven't made a massive wincing face <laughs> there. So it might not be so, so far away for you. Um, i don't know what it is about this episode i think maybe i think frazier i don't like frazier and niles massive elitism over honey snow to be honest um that rubs me the wrong way a little bit um I'm, I'm, you know, someone who was maybe like that way back in the day. I'd see like a self-help book and I think, you know, oh, it's just cheesy crap that makes... I, was, I thought you were saying you were like honey Snow. Like, I see a self-help book <laughs> and I give myself a mental hook. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but not that there's anything wrong with giving yourself a mental hug. Um But yeah, but, but these days, like, if someone told me they were reading a self-help book, I would be like, good for you. If that's giving you some relief and some help, then what what am I gaining from belittling you here? You know, I it just the way they act reminds me of how I might have been, like, as an immature, teenager thinking i was smarter than other people and stuff and it just kind of makes me cringe to think about that and yeah i guess honey snow she's good i think she does a good job um i think they cast her well i think she's she she has some really funny lines fraser's like you know she could star in them about her about his (laughs) dreams that's really good uh but yeah just a little bit flimsy for me a bit flimsy um yeah well i'll say i'll give my thoughts on it now rather than Mm -hmm. than waiting um i think in terms of what the reason it's It's in a slightly higher category for me. It's just because I think there's some really good one-liners. And for the show as well, just for this podcast as well, I think it it really sort of, the one-liners, I think resonated not only with us, but with the listeners as well. And I really like the fact that everyone seemed to have the same liners that we all really liked. You know, like, oh, no fear here. No fear here. (laughs) I love that line, man. That's kind of become a big thing. And I also love um, Niles' line when she goes, oh, yes, I read your journal in. You know, psychology associates or whatever and he turns around oh yes and I read your article in Cosmo is your guy a stud or a <laughs> yes man I remember discussing like me reading Cosmo as a teenager in the bathroom of my auntie's house <laughs> so, yeah good memories <laughs> I imagine you flicking all the self-help books and just getting the Cosmo out <laughs> man I was like Frasier as a teenager man I was just looking at the pictures in Cosmo shall we say <laughs> I wasn't interested in the literature <laughs> um Okay, so that's our Borobority, okay, I believe. Yeah. So interestingly, in terms of just similarities, there's a bit of variation, but not, not a huge... Well, there is a bit. Uh, we've got, I think, um, one, two, three, four, five... In, out of eight, five of which are the same category. That's a pretty good going. And two of them are bang on. Exactly the same so that's place. Pretty, that's pretty sweet. Joe, um, it you know would be really good if... I mean, this is... Some, we kind of come up with ideas that are only ever viable for the next time we do this. Yeah. Um, some kind of point system, so that for every everyone that's in the same tier, we, get each, we give each other a point. Um, everyone that's in the same position, you get, like, three points, and then we can see which season scores the best. Um yeah. I mean, what we yeah. could also do as a tier system is we could rank each episode so for instance if you're 24th you get 1 point yes and then if you get if you come number 1 you get 24 points add our scores together and then we have a definitive we're listening ranking oh man Worst to best episode each season. I'm loving that. I love just love the stats, man. I just want data <laughs> and stats. Um, but yeah, I just think that would be really good because like both of those ideas, you'll we will see which season is the most consistent for both of us. So like, say season seven ends up scoring like 200 points or something, we'll know that it was. Well, that, I don't think that's possible, but yeah, whatever. Um, we'd know. Oh yeah, we both really enjoyed that, but also it was both to our tastes exactly. Like we both liked the same episodes. We just like the same. Um, but yeah there's Bora Bora done. Let's move on to Les Frere Aro. Um, Who kicks this off? I've already lost track. I think Um, it's you. It's me. could be wrong. In fairness, we're doing better than last year. We are doing much better than last year. And just the stress last year was all me cocking up. he has got a good maths brain. He knows where we are. That is not true. (laughs) It is. Don't don't you do that. Um, Also, also just want to say at this point, like, because this podcast i think we've, we've prided ourselves generally on being positive about the episodes we're never particularly scathing or negative and a lot of people comment that they like that um this ranking is just a bit of fun we don't yeah. want to like we don't we're not saying the show where sam shows up is terrible you should never watch it for example um so hopefully it's not misconstrued as anything negative just a just a little bit of fun yeah. and um, what i would just add to that is as much as we're going through and saying oh yeah i didn't like this i didn't like yes. this in this episode basically it's not that we don't like the episode it's just that we have to find a reason to, to like, it, like it less than yeah, you know that's exactly. the it's not we don't like it yeah um and i would also say as well it's not a definitive ranking this is how i feel this morning when i put it together it changes all if, the time if you ask me this next week you could yeah. see some pretty big differences massively, you know so massively. um yeah yeah don't take it as canon, basically. Don't be don't turning around and going, se- when we get to yeah. season seven, you go, well, actually, you said three years ago that you didn't <laughs> like that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, because there are some episodes that I would have in my personal top ten that maybe on paper wouldn't be number one of that season. You know what I mean? Like, for yeah. different reasons. So, I mean, we, we might see that in future ones. But, um, But, yeah, it is, as you say, it's about justifying its position. And we're only remembering the negatives because of that. There are loads of positives in, like, the unkindest cut of all, like that whole park scene that we've completely, you know, missed. But obviously, if you listen to the review, it's there. So we're on to Les Frères, row. 16 yeah. for me. I'm looking at this, again, just you, just you saying this is fluid, and changes all the time. I'm not I'm not happy where i have put this, but it's going to go there for now. I've been making tweaks to mine as you've been talking. So. I, yeah, this is a bit of a dodgy one. It's Agents in America Part 3. Um, well... Um, Just before you you give your reasoning for this, can I just say, we've got another one that's bang on. Is it Agents uh, in America? i I'll put it in the side. Oh notes. my God, you've got a 16th. Wow. It 16th. Let me it write was, that down. As I was walking into the room with my little pen of paper, it was actually number uh, 17, and I switched it with Dark Victory as I came in. Wow. I love that you're doing this on paper as well. What that must look like, the mixing around of the, the rankings. Well, you are on one page, and I'm on the other page. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... BB is good in this episode, though she's nowhere near as good as in selling out. Um, which is also this season. No, no, that was last season. Last season, um, yeah. She's nowhere near as good as she is in selling out, in my opinion. Um, it gets really dramatic at the end. Obviously, that's the point. Not a huge fan of the set piece in Tom Durant's office, though I am a big fan of what happens in Fraser's apartment. Um Tom Durant gets just thrown under the bus, as we've said a million times. Eric Lutz is really good. I think he does a good job. We're not letting you leave now, Fraser. Not letting you leave now, Fraser. But I'm leaving. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. I'm going to join Carolina in the city uh on NBC. Um but yeah, just that's why it's there for me. Um some funny moments, but ultimately doesn't come together as a cohesive whole. Yeah, for me, really similar. Like, it's There are some funny moments, and BB's good in it, but I do agree, this is the weakest I think we've seen of BB so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some points I just don't like, like obviously Frazier, we talk about his ethics a lot, that goes out the window in this episode for no reason at all. Um, and also him and BB uh, ending up together after a drunken mistake, I'm not 100% sure I buy into that. It's even. heavy, it's heavy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so for those reasons that's what knocked it down a little bit for me and, and just, just crept into the Happy Brothers category. The Happy Brothers. <laughs> I'm not gonna butcher the French language. <laughs> uh so you've said you're sixteen, but you do yeah. you do your fifteen. So my number fifteen is you scratch my book. Oh, okay. So, so very, very, on very so- only two positions it. away from, from Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a big difference. Uh, for me. The reason it just creeps into that higher category compared to you is that I do think there are some really good one-liners mm. and it gets a bonus point for me because of the fact that I feel that they're one-liners that when we're doing this podcast three, four years down the line, we'll still be going, no fair, <laughs> we will, we will. Um, and that gets an extra point. Similar like how last year when we did the Wimper is, I think I cl- it is no it is the Wimper is? Yeah, it is the Wimper, Yeah, yeah Kennedy, Kennedy Burling. Burling was born, yeah. Um that's the I think I rank that a bit higher than I would otherwise have ranked it because of Kennedy. So, it's took on a real life of its own now. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's um that's that gets a bonus point for me. That's why it slips into the, the Happy Brothers. Nice. Okay, my fifteenth. Um yeah it is my 15th uh Ross in the doghouse oh, okay. so again not a million miles away from you i just love bulldog in this i love his set piece with the feather in his boxer shorts and he's throwing the petals on the bed and doing something bizarre with the blowtorch i think it's meant to be like getting a fragrant burning from the petals but he's not anywhere near them um no it's only a first date don't be pushy when he gets out handcuffs and things and just think that's really good um but yeah, ultimately, Frasier lets this episode down. Um, he is an arse in the whole episode, right up to the end. Um, I He doesn't even fa- apologise at the end. Yeah. He, he just sort of smiles as he realises he's, he's basically been proven right, even though he hasn't been proven right. We talked about this, yeah, because he doesn't ever see that Bulldog actually was... Oh yeah, we debated whether Bulldog was interested in her or whether it was a ruse all along. And I think we both agreed he was interested in her professionally, but ultimately couldn't help his hankerings but fraser never sees that Frazier just sees the things that prove him right and the dramatic irony there is just frustrating rather than funny um so yeah that's why it's uh it's 15 for me um okay uh so who's are you next i think 14 is the botched language of cranes um okay so again not far from you um for me I love the fact that it's about rain. I love the rainy the vibes. We've talked about this a lot. I'm a huge fan of rain. Any episode that's got rain in it, I'm, I'm liking. Um, some good jokes with the bishop at the end, and the Johnny Carson, and the bombo. And, um, yeah, I, I, I just like this, but ultimately, the reason it's not higher is because it is just inconceivable to me that an entire city's ire could be brought about by just moaning about the rain a bit. Like, moaning about weather, especially in the UK. It's just a rite of passage. You know, we just do this every day what i find really interesting actually is um just before we came on to do this we said um at probably at the end of this episode we're gonna do the first 19 episodes of season one just give our actor picks yeah so we've got a complete so tally for listeners today and yeah. so when i was doing that i was looking obviously back through season one's episodes and obviously i hate fraser crane is one that as i recall last year ranked quite highly for you and ranked quite low for me and i, I think, think you had it really low actually i think it was in my bottom tier yeah yeah, I think it was, um, and it was and... in my top definitely. Oh, so it was this year's be- uh, burying the grudge, maybe possible. <laughs> not, not not confirming or denying. Not confirming eh? or denying. Um, but what's interesting is that I actually think this, this episode actually reminds me a bit of like it's like the season two version of I hate Fraser crying a little bit. The yeah. idea that Frasier annoys someone with what he says, and then he can't get over that fact, and he's you know what I mean, and then it comes to a resolution at the end rather than a fight, it's him. You know, obviously given the speech, but for me it has parallels a little bit. Yeah, it'd be interesting if we like categorized by the time we're at the end of the podcast, like uh, Frasier versus the World episodes, because this and how oh, Rachel Grant definitely fall into that. Um I think you remember those like Simpsons classics DVDs where you yes. four episodes, and that was one of them. Like if you're doing Frasier versus the World, what would the four episodes be that we'd pick like these two and then, you know, down the line a few more? Would um, you have something like um Frazier Crane's day off when he thinks everyone's against... Is it day off one where he gets ill and yeah, every, he thinks everyone's def- against him? That could definitely be one. Even because... if they're not necessarily actually against yeah, him. Yeah, because he thinks Gil's against him. He thinks Niles is against him. Yeah. Then he thinks like, Daphne's against him because he's like, oh, I know about the two of you, blah, blah, blah. Um, even maybe like three days of the condo when like he, he wants the door knocker and he has to like do the big, you know, he thinks all the board are against him, Mrs. Lang is against him. So yeah, that'd be really interesting. I think we could go back and look at those Simpsons names of DVDs and then yeah. pick our four for each. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Um, um So my number 14. Your fourteen. So is For Me Once. There we so go. Not a million miles of difference. As, as I say, we've already covered it, but I like Nathan Lane in it. I don't think Nathan Lane is in it enough for me, mm-hmm. and I think it struggles when he's not in it a little bit. Um, so that's why it doesn't rank too highly for me. My yeah. next one I think is going to be controversial. Oh, I'm scared. I'm lad. Pretty sure it's one you really like. Okay. It is someone to watch over me. Oh, uh, this is the biggest variation we've had to the to, to now. Um, is it really? I'm not going to say where, but this there's a big swing here. Wow. But, but, but I'm not I'm not here to judge. So you you say why. I, I like it. It's just that it. I think. I think the, probably the biggest difference is. I think you like it, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth. But my interpretation of when you, we were talking about it is, you like it that there's a bit of a mystery to it. It's a bit of a creepier than your standard. Absolutely spot on. Literally spot on. Whereas for me, I think I rate. I generally take the view of, oh, it's either a really funny episode or it's a really heartwarming episode. Yeah. And this because it falls somewhere in it's between. Not really either. It's yeah, and it, I think. This ranking system, the way I've done it, probably it just it doesn't really work for this episode. If because it falls short in both, it, it comes lower down on my list than where it is. So maybe it's not an accurate representation of how much I like the episode. Um But I just I mean all the red dresses, why was everyone wearing red? What? And, and <laughs> what the West on? Side Story in the end, which <laughs> I love, but it's so cheesy. Like the woman escaping the fire door, and yeah, uh, and it, there's just yeah. a couple of in, you know little inconsistencies in the episode. So um, it's a good episode, and it's probably a little bit hard done by by the way I've ranked it. But for me, it's not that it's not that funny. It's not particularly heartwarming. That's why I just feel that others just nick ahead of it because of that well now that you've given that episode the proverbial elevator slam to mrs little john <laughs> um, my, i believe my, i know your brother Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey. my 13. um i, I mean we, we, i think we're starting to get into although we're, we're about halfway now just past halfway aren't we um so th- all of these episodes are genuinely highly thought of but we're, obviously we're still in the middle tier 13 is dukes we hardly knew ye. um okay i like this episode um i like the, the the three of them uh kind of together how it brings them together when initially they're contested i really like when they're in the the bar together um and i in particular what sticks with me is the ending with them singing danny boy in the put yeah um i yeah. love that that's just like just, it just works so well um I mean, I'm kind of talking myself into a corner here. Yeah. I don't know why it's 13th. As with these rankings, they're a bit of fun. Sometimes things have to be arbitrary. It's a good episode, but when I was looking at the episodes that are ahead of it, I think I prefer every episode that I've got above it. So That's that's uh, sometimes a justification, isn't it? It's not that yeah. there's no anything wrong with it. It's just that about eight better. Yeah, and I mean, better. that is a credit to the show, man. That's why yeah. we do the bloody podcast, yeah. So I think now you're on number 12. i number 12. Yes, it is. Uh... Seat of power. Ooh, um okay. I feel like look, I thought there might have been a bit more controversy there. Again, um, seat yeah. of power, I like <laughs> <laughs> <a> <laughs> I like this episode. Um, again, I, I, you know, I, it's it's funny seeing the two of them kind of wrestling with old bullies and old demons from their past. It is responsible for my favorite line of the entire series, which I'm I not going to repeat because I've got my top three quotes for the well, show later. If, if you're not going to quote it, uh, well, you're not going to quote that line. I'll quote a di- one a different one from that episode. Yeah. You have the big Mercedes? <laughs> you have the big Mercedes? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, an episode that's got my favourite line of the entire 11 seasons has to has to be at least in the middle tier. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this episode. Ultimately, I think we, we talked about uh, John Cox. No, what's his name? Dr. Cox. Um, John McGinley. <laughs> John McGinley. John Cox. Dr. John McGinley. <laughs> Dr. John McGinley. He, uh, he's, his entry and stuff was a bit cheesy. He was a stripper yeah. type thing. Him and the other crazier brother, mm, a little bit middling, but... Yeah. It's, it's 12 for I me mean. um it's slightly higher for me but um i won't say too much i'll say more when we when we get to it yeah by all means um my number 12 i will, I will just say if you said about your favorite line. imagine if there was just one fantastic line in the show where sam shows up <laughs> we both put it last time, but a little caveat that's right, a great you line. Know, it'd be a nice saving grace for it <laughs> um so my number 12 and i know that Reckler's is probably not going to like this, but it's oh, Daphne's, Daphne's room. comes in at number go. twelve, number no twelve. Daphne's um, room. I like it. It's it's perfectly good. It's just that I think that it's it's not particularly for me. It's not particularly heartwarming episode. It's more. A, it tries to be funny. Um, Daphne's in it less than I would like, and I think that in terms of funniness, there are funnier episodes. Um, or, but I do really like. And also, we did pick out a lot of inconsistencies in terms of the doors opening and closing and what was on the board and. And things like that, um, but it's a perfectly good episode. Just not doesn't make the top eleven for <laughs> me. Top eleven for you. Is it my? Is it my? Tw- my eleven now. Uh, did you or go you're... first for seat of power? I think so. I denied Daphne dream, so I think it's my eleven now. Then you. You're eleven now. Okay, so my eleven. Is Dukes We Hardly Knew You? Hey, so only a two two point swing. Yeah, it's it. I re- agree with everything you said. It's and interestingly, I was doing this. I was putting this list together in bed just before we came on. Nice. And when my girlfriend looked at my list, um, I don't think she's actually seen every episode in the season, but she told me that um, Dukes We Hardly Knew You would be in her top eight of what she has seen. Oh, nice! I uh, like She that. really really likes it. She thinks it's a really heartwarming episode wow i'm just um, amazed she remembered it like you know i just think other uh, you feel like other than people like us that are nerds about the show the thing is of, though i'm pretty sure she hasn't seen the second half of the season so <laughs> i think the reason that she remembers it's is it is probably the last one she caught up with <laughs> um she's probably never seen the innkeepers so <laughs> oh man no you gotta put that on for her um but yeah i really i love the ending of um them singing oh danny boy yeah um i just i would have liked to have seen a bit more time in dukes maybe um them going to dukes and i feel like they this episode for me actually would have been better maybe in three four five years where we get a few more duke-centric episodes and we get to be there and meet the crowd a little bit and and it becomes a bit more of a place in our hearts rather than just oh that's that place that martin goes to yeah and then it's shutting down i think we have a much bigger emotional resonance with us big time um, so that knocks it down slightly. But he's a really strong episode. really like it. And it, it comes number 11 for me. Just a little bit nostalgic. nostalgia um, I've still got on my desk some post-it notes. I made some notes from an episode. I think it's when we reviewed this episode. When we reviewed Jukes We Hardly Knew Ye. Because mm. we were coming up with ideas for script episodes for me to write. And I've got here my beer with Duke. Um, yes. You can see that. That was one of the ideas I had, and it was basically an episode set entirely in Duke's, Martin-focused, Frasier and I sitting outside, question marks, they can't get in. We've put something about like that. But basically, we just wanted an episode about Frasier, um, Martin and Duke, and their relationship, and, and getting the, as you've just said, have that relationship with the pub, which we don't get. But yeah, the fact that's still on my desk, it's, it's one of the only post-it notes still here. I just thought that was really nice. A All this nostalgic. time, you've been giving me Pelters on this show for using paper, <laughs> and now we see the, 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 the page has turned. Well, the page, I nearly lobbed these in the bin the other day, to be honest. I never do anything with them, they just sit here until like two months later. I chuck them away, but oh. um, there you go. Um, um my, number my number 11, with apologies to Recklier, Daphne's <laughs> room. <laughs> so, only one point away from you, okay? Yeah, just again, Daphne should have been really good in this episode, they didn't give her enough air time. Yeah. Um, ultimately I like I liked the bit where they're at the door and Fraser's like I'm being very nice um, but yeah I just think for such a high concept episode like it's one of the only times we get to see Daphne's room um, there could have been just so much more done here um, ultimately just didn't quite pan out the way I wanted it so I will say as well just a little shout out to that episode we do get some really great Niles lines you know I think when he's talking is that the one where he's talking about the grain of wood upon your face yeah it that- must be fun it must be fun <laughs> or is that in the club when he's no, I think oh, that's well, Daphne's room. Daphne then Daphne he finds out, he's been. And then when he's standing uh, on the door, going, "Now I'm in Daphne's room. No, I'm not Daphne's room. Really like that. a big over or something. Yeah. Um But yeah, I I agree. It, you know, for the reasons I've already said, it's in it's in the Happy Brothers section for me. Is All it right. your number ten now, and then I do my number ten? Yes, it is, and we are gonna have a big swing here. Okay, oh you're going to wince. You're gonna you're gonna purse your Ooh. lips. <laughs> Ten is an affair to forget. Whoa! Will. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're I, wrong. Ultimately, That's it. I'm <laughs> doing another podcast. I'm going to go and join. Who, who's the, 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 the Will and Jace? Piece. I'm joining Will and Jace. Will and Jace. Well, they're <laughs> getting a great host in the UKC. I'm going to be the bigger man here. Um, I I like this episode. All that sticks in my head is the fencing scene. I can barely remember anything else from this episode oh the, come on wait, maybe wait. maybe the bit in the the depth sensory deprivation tank um but <laughs> but your, your face then um but ultimately it just yeah the fencing's interesting to look at but do, do i enjoy watching it a lot i, I, I don't know Um, but that's where I'm at. I'm going to get, I'm going to get powders from the fans here. And I'm definitely getting powders from you right now through the Zoom screen, but that's my number 10, okay? Okay, so I've, I've let you say your piece because <laughs> this is a democracy and everyone should have a voice. And apparently you're allowed to say what you want. <laughs> the, the question is now whether we want someone to say something interesting <laughs> or something good. Or something good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I will just um, Okay, I'm not going to give my reasons why I love the episode so much, but just in response to yours. What about Gretchen? You've just ignored Gretchen. Gretchen. My, my little liver dumpling and my not quite human woman. <laughs> I really do, like, lines. Frasier's like, Goonah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, come on, Gretchen, when were you going to tell me that? Welcome here. Like, <laughs> yeah, Frasier is good in that episode, ultimately. But yeah. I don't oh, know. Well, I'm so well. sorry. Um, all, I, um, I forgive you, mate. Wait, wait. Our, our, our friendship can withstand this. Like, you're yeah. not going to leave me for Will and Jace. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my number... Ten. 11. Okay, yeah. You're ten. You said, wait, what, what? Okay. Your 11th was Dukes we hardly knew, yeah, I think. Yeah, so my number ten. We might have a bit of variation here. I know it's one you like. Retirement is murder. Mm, okay. I'm, really not, strong, I'm, not, I'm not going nuts. Um, and maybe in another time, like I think I. You know what, It's one I feel like it's a bit harsh that it's not in my top eight. Yeah. But for me, when I was thinking back, all I really remembered was the final scene when he's giving his theory and talking about the monkey and all this. <laughs> um, and I couldn't really remember too much about the first 10 to 15 minutes, to be honest. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very apartment centric, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, so for oh, that, and, that, and the basketball game, yes, basketball game, that's yeah. a decent, a decent segment. Yeah. Um, but because of that, because I couldn't really, because I could only really remember one scene, whereas when we get to my top eight, I could probably tell you a lot of the episode off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it got knocked down a little bit for that. Um, But yeah, a really good episode. I do like it. But for me, it doesn't quite crack. Uh, It doesn't quite get into the top category. It doesn't quite get into the Empire Club. It hasn't gone to Princeton yeah, no. hasn't gone to Princeton. It's not one of the eight episodes that graduated with honors from Princeton. Um, <laughs> is it my number nine now? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. I think this one we're gonna have quite a bit of. Very- I don't think this is gonna be in your happy brothers section. Okay. I've got breaking the ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, are, people not watching. Obviously, you didn't see me widen my widen my eyes so much there that then he rolled back into my head. Um, I'll I withhold comment, but it's it's okay. your number nine. It's one of my number nine. It didn't quite. I, I will say actually, originally it was in my top eight. It was fourth originally, and when wow. I was going through and recalibrating, That's been it really got, knocked down. It got pushed down to nine. <laughs> Holy hell! Um, it's a really good one. I feel like because it's it's a, for me, it's a heartwarming episode more so than it's a funny episode. Mm. And I think there's slightly better heartwarming episodes. It, the idea of three of them going off somewhere for me it has parallels with travels with martin because yes. they're completely away and i prefer travels with martin yeah and in terms of the heartwarming element i don't think it's there's a couple of episodes which i just think are a bit more heartwarming and it, yeah, maybe just a little bit more rounded in terms of both comedy and the heartwarming element to it um breaking the eye it's a very good episode but if i was going to sit down and think okay i want to really watch episode from season two probably not going to be like that really really really've got to watch it right now um which knocks it down slightly but it was it was unlucky not to be in my top tier I think that was a very very fair and diplomatic assessment'm oh, I mean, I'm 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 making any... me look like a dreadful person because no, no, like, no, no, you no. let me speak and you're not really like magnanimous and all this no, no, no. i'm like you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> i i absolutely i did pile on you with my affair to forget ranking being so low <laughs> um but no i'll i'll save it to when we get there um but yeah it's safe to say i i disagree slightly <laughs> um but that is the beauty of these rankings okay and i could i could never disagree with you and too much so um, you're number nine i think my number nine is dark victory so um wow. where yours was 17th 17th yeah um, so basically I, in the same position just a category apart yes So a, a whole tier ahead um i just i like apartment heavy episodes um so obviously in season six we're gonna have dinner party that's in a lot of people's top tens um i love i just love the kind of bottle feeling of this the power cuts a really nice conceit to bring everyone together um I agree completely with you on Martin and Daphne not being great in this. Um, the, they're okay. The writing's just not very good. Roz and Niles are great in particular Roz. who was my actor pick for that episode. Um, I've just, oh yeah. I just thought that was gonna be a spoiler because I haven't put the episode out yet, but when people hear this, they yes. Will, uh, out. <laughs> um, yeah. Roz was great in this episode. I just thought it really expanded on her and like, finally, we're getting some Roz expansion at the, the finale of season two. Cause she needs it. Um, it's that's why it's a for me. Interestingly, as much as we're talking about variation, I do think we've probably been more buried this time around than we were last time. Albeit, I can't, I, I can't remember. I remember I, that we had a few big ones. Like, I hate Fraser Crane was a big one. I think space, a huge space Quest, I think, was quite a big one as well. I yeah. put it right towards the end of mine.
1: Yeah, and I had um, that quite high just
0: because. And we had, I think, basically bit. every year we probably have two to three episodes, but it's quite a big swing. But everything else is pretty much similar. That's a really good and observation. Yeah. Interestingly, just doing some quick math in my head, I think from our top eight, we will have at least six the same. I'm just working out what we haven't said. I think you're right, actually. Um, uh, and in terms of these categories, we have got one the same, two the same. We've got three. I think out of these this eight section, I think we've got three of them both in the same category and one in exactly the same place. Mm, So there is definitely some swing from the last tier. A lot of them, actually. It's just a variation, I think, between the third and second tier rather than a huge, huge swing. Yeah, I do think we... Yeah, other than stuff like I hate Fraser Crane last season, I think we are pretty pretty um united on what's in our top eight but positions is going to where it's going to get interesting in the, in oh, the top eight very um is it is it me to open the empire you are club? opening the empire club opening the empire club i went to princeton okay <laughs> number eight retirement is murder um okay, okay so not actually as much as they're different categories it's only actually two places only two no. places away from you um i just i really love this again apartment heavy daphne gets a little bit more to do in this Frasier holding up the picture of the monkey is one of my favorite stills from the entire show. Like, it's just amazing. Um, the, the the kind of how it predicted, you know, David Lynch doing a Netflix show where he's interviewing a monkey for a murder is amazing. The, the comments about, you know, "Mm, this, this might seem a bit far fetched, but you know, were there any robberies at that time by a, a man in a powdered wig or whatever he says, um, you know, just the whole George Washington thing. Amazing. Um, I just yeah, I, I really like this. I just think it takes something from Martin's past and kind of it's quite con you know, conceptual and you know, the idea of a murder case just lends itself really well to these characters. Um yeah, it's it's cracked open into the Empire Club. Who's the monkey gonna get to represent him? <laughs> <Clarence> Darrow! <Daryl. laughs> you know, the scum's monkey trap. <laughs> um but yeah, it's number eight for me. Okay, yeah, good episode. I completely agree with what you say. Um I say just just missed out on my Empire Club. Um, my number eight first, Breaking Through the Door of the Empire Club The Candidate mm, Okay um, That's, that's really, lower than I thought it would be for you um, It's a really strong episode Again it, it's hard to criticise The only reason it's a bit low down is because Of the fact that there's just some excellent episodes ahead um, Yeah I think I do love the bit with Niles And um, Frasier When they're in the, the kitchen And he's like you know Our, our ethics are a. Paramount to our profession. We can't ever violate them. But fortunately, I know a little trick. As well I know around. a trick around <laughs> <though>. <laughs> um, and it actually is a very good trick. It is. Like, yeah, it's, com- um, it's completely legal in terms of like you know legal in terms of MD world. Yeah. Um. So yeah, really good episode. Um. I love the fact that. Um. I think it's so well. It would have been interesting if they'd have done it. Um. With him telling Frasier about the little people, then Frasier doing the advert and screwing it up what i love is the fact that we see fraser do the advert okay then patterson tells him then we see him do it again and we know what's coming you know the line is about like he cares for the little little people people. (laughs) i like the way his mind works yeah (laughs) that's what i really love and because then you're in on the jokes you know um which i really really like uh so yeah really strong episode we also we get to see balcony as well which is also nice we do um, Bounty so always it, ups the episode a little bit. Strong episode, really like it. Um. And that's why it gets into my empire club. There we go. Nice, nice justification there, Kay. Is it my seventh now? Yeah. My seventh is... I went to Princeton. The Club! Um, It is The Club. Um, I I like The Club. Again, a lot of good episodes ahead of it, so um, there's not really too much justification going to be done in this top tier, because they're all good. Um, Ultimately, some little irks like, you know, the old guy in the chair. I don't think his acting's very good. You know, what are you trying to say, (laughs) Greg? I don't really like that guy. Um, His acting isn't really up to much. Um, It's a very funny... Um, dis- what's the word? Um, not disagreement. Um, what's the word when like someone? I can edit this out. Um, you know, like when the, Fraser, like the English uh, okay. what, lecturer and graduate. What's, it's what's a, the word? <laughs> that, that English word. <laughs> Misunderstanding is the word I was looking for between Fraser and Niles. It's funny because it gives the plot, you know, its its drive, but it's also one that could be so easily fixed. Um, I also share Niles' grievances when he thinks Fraser's gone down there to talk him up. Um, that is not cool uh, in any kind of capacity if you're an adult. That is not cool, man. It's not it's cool, not man. Cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's my seventh. The club is number seven. Okay. Uh, my number seven, mm-hmm. I Went to Princeton, oh! It's also the club. There you go. <laughs> um, I I really love this episode, actually, and I thought it would rank higher in my final section. I it, When we were actually about to record it, I was thinking the days leading up to it. Oh, this might actually be a top ten one. I really, really like the episode. And then I watched it, I was like, Oh actually I'm a i it wasn't as good as I remember. Some of it, fall the I, yeah. I remember them at the club and I sort of forget all the other elements to the episode. And it's so good when they're at the club, you know, with them you just like massaging the leather chair, like it's like a baby's bottom. I just... <laughs> um, and then, you know, I think when he brings Daphne along, uh, I went to Princeton and and Nazi's hand at the end when he's getting clawed out of the room and, and getting dragged down. He just grabs onto the door. Um, yeah, really, really like it. It's really, really funny. It, it, in a way, it's been judged harshly because I thought it would be even better. Um, but And also, uh, another thing I love about the episode, he really reminds me of me and my brother. And if we were trying to get into a club, that's the kind of misunderstanding a competition we would <laughs> Um So yeah, really like the episode. It gets number seven for me just I mean this is probably going to confuse people I should probably start to the end but I just want to mention it now I'm trying to think of the last time I did a coffee count um, because I'm looking back through the episodes and it feels like it's been ages since they were in Nervosa I, I feel Nervosa is far more prominent in season one than season two Big time, but looking at Agents in America part three, that's only a couple of weeks ago, and I'm fairly certain there's a point where they're in Nervosa because isn't that when uh BB says like Father Mike could buy and sell you? Yeah, so yeah. did I do a coffee cap for that episode? Do we know? Can you remember? I do not remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, no I want I, I feel people would have written in if we had uh, if we'd have missed it. I think, yeah, I think people would have held me rightfully to task there, but I'm just going to go back onto my notes just quickly. Um, so 53 was the innkeeper's, um, which means 52 was the Simpsons episode. 51 was Simpsons. So 50. Oh no, hmm, that was an affair mm. to forget. Oh, don't tell me I've lost the notes. That's I typical. think Agents in America is the episode after Affair to Forget, isn't it? Or is it yeah, it before? is. Yeah, I, I have for some reason I, I feel like I've. Um, yeah i think i have accidentally lost the the word notes for that episode what what we could do is we could just have a quick listen to the podcast that's yeah this is the issue because i never know when i do the coffee count i need to do it it the first time the voter appears in the episode yeah which i mean like i mean we could i could definitely go back and find it it's just there's no i don't do a very elegant way of keeping track of this um it's kind of tough but yeah Um, okay should I do my number six? Yes, do your number six. So number six, this one has jumped around a lot because originally it was in the happy brothers category, then mm. it went all the way up to number four, and now it's been bumped down to number six. So you can tell I'm undecided on it. Oh, I think I know which episode it is. What do you think it is? I think it's Seat of Power. It's not Seat of Power. Oh, Seat of Power or oh, was it? Uh, no, I won't say anything. It's Burying a Grudge. Oh, okay. Uh, one I've really, really been up and down on. I say originally this was in, um, yeah, originally it was in the Happy Brothers section. Then it went all the way up to number four. And I was thinking, no, I love it. I love this episode. And it's like, but do I love this episode? And I've knocked it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love the little interplay between Martin and um, his friend at the end. And I yeah, I just, I love, you know, the way he's saying, you know, if we get out of here and Martin going, you will get out when you get out of here, we've got to go fishing. And all yeah, this. that's a really nice bit. And it's it's really heartwarming, it's really beautiful. John Mahoney does it so so well. You know, the way that the, the guy says to Frazier, thanks for setting this up, you know. Um it's just I think it's a really touching episode. Um, and whilst I know um some people might not like it because there is an obvious element of mortality there and, and the fact that he's probably going to die. Um, but I think it it is really sweet. And I, I do think that they do make a good comedic element of the mortality. You know, like the fact that I think they scooped up, scooped out half his guts and Martin's going on, I have twice the guts he does. And, <laughs> and now after they've scooped him out, I have four times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so really sweet episode. And it's it, it, it scored very, very highly on the heartwarming factor for me, which really pushed it up. Mm. So um, that's why it does very well for me. I feel like this has similarities with, um, not in terms of the plot or anything, just in terms of our pers- interpretation perspective. Of give him the chair last year Yes, which I really loved because of that last scene I ranked Martin, that quite low didn't I you weren't keen on it and mm. I feel this is very similar I'm ranking this highly because of the last scene whereas you're not that keen on it um, yeah I know I get that I think I like the fact that we both look for different things in the episodes I think that's what keeps it you know we have very very similar interests generally speaking I'd say but um, I like that that variation um so my my fifth is it now no you're number six my sixth uh flower child is six okay. um so you, the look on your face then i was like hang on is that in this season have <laughs> i, <was like, laughs> I got no, something wrong here. i was reading my own things and i've put down number six as blank i was like what well, did you know, i just do Six? Like, oh, that's will's list that's <laughs> my list um yeah nas is amazing in this um probably one of the best moments from the season you know talking about running the flower bag through with the the conductor's baton and then Fraser like, what young parent doesn't tell that story? <laughs> um, amazing but yeah, I just I just prefer the episodes above it really um, but I do think it's it's a really good concept episode and I like the fact there's a really Niles heavy episode so early on in the season um, I feel like, you know, after my Coffee with Niles certainly ending season one, we know we're going to want to see some more of Niles Um as, as the next season kicks off so yeah that is my my sixth okay uh I, you're number fifth now my, i think my fifth is someone to watch over me wow, um so you had that as 13th um yeah. i believe so that's quite a big swing there um again everything you said earlier you were completely right you know me too well it's a creep it's the creepiest fraser episode we have um so i'm gonna like latch- oh, maybe tales from the crypt uh much later on but I'm going to latch onto that because I like it. It's kind of spooky, kind of weird. Um, the bit when he's in the foyer on his own, it's very uncanny and strange. It obviously, descends into fast in the in the multi-story car park, but um, yeah, just gen- Kari is completely awful at the end when it's just a normal woman who leaves. It doesn't. It's not the same voice. Um, but yeah, I, I, the creepiness outweighs it for me, and I, I like this. I like this episode a lot. Okay, so my number five. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seat of power. This is hey. where the Kriezel boys have joined the Empire Club. There you go. Um, that's I'm, quite a big swing, Mom it is was quite 12 big... for me. Yeah, i not as I think burying a grudge is still the biggest. That's definitely the biggest that's from 20th to 6th. I think, Jeez. quite a big jump. Um, I really, really like seat of power. I think it's really fun. I know the acting is questionable, particularly from uh, John McGintley is it or McGinley? McGinley, Yeah, McGinley. yeah. yeah, yeah um yeah he's acting his question it's weird because i liked him in scrubs i just feel like he's some some reason really poor in this one but he's got so many great lines i mean when when he turns around and goes listen when a kid shows up with like a velour leather suitcase with its naming broiled on it i think the blame is 50 50. (laughs) 50 /50, 50 /50, the way he does his hand as well (laughs) um yeah really like it i love um not Fraser running out of the toilet after he's just um, shoved the older boys lad into the this toilet and he's like, "Run, Niles, the beast is always <laughs> The beast is loose! <laughs> and just chasing you down the corridor. Um, yeah, it's really good. I really like it. It's strong start to finish. And I I like it enough to be able to overlook the poor acting from the Kreisel um, the boys. Um, but I think it's a really nice, really nice insight into both Fraser and Niles and, and how they are as people because... Niles, I think, shows himself to be the better psychiatrist in that he's the one who's far more... Re- well, you know, it's Fraser's telling him, oh, no, we're men, we're civilized now. It's Frasier who shoves head in the toilet, whereas Niles is the one who actually sits him down and talks about, you know, his... Tell me about your father. So it was really your father who you were trying to push into a locker and stuff like this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, really strong episode, really, really hold it in very high regard. No, I think that's completely fair. I mean, I know it was my um, 12th, but, you know, I still really love that episode. Um, I put, put that one on a lot. Is it uh, me next? Uh, I think it is. So we're oh, cracking into the top oh, four, oh, are we now? You're not going to like this. Oh. I mean, we, we can't have too much separation. We're on number four. It's like maximum of three places. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be your number one. Uh, but I do think this will be your number two, is my instinct. It's I ooh. The matchmaker. The matchmaker at four. Yeah. Mm, tell us why. <laughs> it feels like I'm just giving a bad answer and then to oh, you think that? Okay. No, well, no we like. were only like possibly at four positions array. So <laughs> um, um, I really like it. I love Eric Lutz. Love Tom Duran. Um, so good. Everything about it is strong and I don't want to criticise it and say, well, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. Um, I think just other episodes resonated with me a bit more. Um, which is probably what pushes it ahead. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to take a genius to work out that two episodes in a season were in my top ten and I've not mentioned them yet, so you can probably yeah. put something together from that. <laughs> it's a really good episode. It's really funny. It's hilarious. It's wonderful farce. It probably doesn't have that heartwarming side or that vulnerability to go alongside the comedy. Yeah. And particularly the next couple, I think not necessarily... Out of the three that are left in my list, I'd say at least two of them have at least one really raw vulnerable moment and I don't think this episode has a raw vulnerable moment. And whilst therefore I think it may be funnier than some of the ones I've put ahead of it, I think they're slightly more again well rounded in that they're funny and have that heartwarming element. Yeah. Um whereas this doesn't quite have that heartwarming element for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why it comes in number four. But it is an excellent episode. If you're going to recommend phrase to 21 and want to make them laugh, this is definitely... It's a big laugh episode, yeah. As I said, I watched this on Christmas night. Actually. Oh, my God, i just the mic off. Did that make a massive noise to you? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, as I said on um, when we recorded this, I, I watched this on Christmas night with my mom and dad who had never seen it before. And it was just... I was crying with laughter. And, I mean, if I was watching on my own, I wouldn't be. Um, it's just knowing that they don't know what's coming. Yeah, I love that. I love watching a TV show that I love with someone who's never seen it before. And I end up watching them more so than I watch the episode. Yeah, you know, you know it's that's the beauty of sharing these things you love with people, I think. Yeah. Um... I mean, so we on to my you so You're number four now, yeah. Is the candidate. So a four-point oh, okay. swing from you. It was eight for you. Yeah, I just really like Phil Patterson. Um, You know, I like the way his mind works. I just think he's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. Um, I like the kind of, you know, maybe I'll go down to California. This kind of thing could really help down there. I like Sidney Pollack as Holden Thorpe. I think that's a really good thing. A bit of a Derek Mann thing happening there as well. Uh, everything you said with the, you know, the speech in the apartment, uh, just really strong. Yeah. I mean, th- there's not many. I-, I can't really think of a negative moment in that, you know. I think, genuinely, my favorite moment from that whole episode is Niles going um, about the studio lights. Oh, yeah. Make yes. sure they're more light. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just trying to busy himself. It's, <laughs> it's just such a nothing line, but it's just so it just, it's him to a T. It yeah. characterizes him so well, like interfering where he doesn't know what he's doing just to look elitist. So, yeah. It's four for me. Okay, so um, you're number three, I think, now. Are you? Oh, man. Okay. Onto the podium. Onto the podium. The bronze medal of this episode. This only, episode. Only a point swing from Yuki, the oh, matchmaker. Yeah. What? oh okay, I thought it'd be I thought it would be your number two. No, uh, it's the matchmaker. Um brilliant episode, what can I say? Um yeah. I've just said to you, uh it, it makes me laugh so much. Um Frasier sliding on the chair back here when he goes, I must be down darn adorable now. The, the the physical acting that Kelsey does there, best moment of physical acting in the entire season for me. It is yeah. the look on his face and how they got the chair to glide. Just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And when he comes back into the apartment and Eric Lutz is staring at him. Um, just amazing. So funny. Yeah. My number three. My number three. A little bit of variation for you, not a huge amount. Flower Child has hey, arrived. There we go. That's that's bronze medal for you. Um wonderful episode. I really love it. I love so much about it. I love, you know, the visuals of this flower bag in more and more duct tape and cuts and everything on it. <laughs> Um, some boo-boos. The, the line you quoted about um running him through and things like that. Brilliant amazing. line. Um, but and so obviously it's hilarious. I think it's a hilarious episode. But what pushes it ahead of the matchmaker for me is I think we have that raw vulnerable moment where Niles sits down with Fraser and says that he's not ready to be a father. Yeah, that is and, an amazing moment. And says, you know, oh, you know, that's probably the hottest thing I've ever said because it's selfish, because I've got the money, I've got the time, I've got the energy. Um I just I don't want it enough, uh, and then you know, Prage's just come back of you know if more people were like you and I, there'd be a lot better parents out there and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's just a really heartwarming, really vulnerable, touching moment from David Hyde Pierce, and it's really beautiful. Um, and for me, that means that it has not it, it, it scores highly therefore on both comedy and heartwarming. So I'd, I, yeah, pushes into our top three for me. I just love the way Frasier says, you know, people have children for the wrong reasons. I can still hear his delivery of that line. It just yeah. carries so much warmth and, and heart in it. And I think, yeah. It's it's that heartwarming thing that you, you talk about. It's it's spot on in that episode, I think. Um, um next, should I go my number two? Do it, man. And then you will be the man. To I take mean, I've obviously got two one. episodes to pick from. Do you want me to I... st- take a stab at where I think your rankings are? Yeah, go, go for th- it. Go for it, yeah. Uh, it's really tough. I'm pretty and sure I know your top two. I think I've worked it out. Yeah, so. you know my top two now. Um, and I, I, I think my, I think one of them is probably a surprise to you, maybe a bit. But yeah, um, it's a bit more of a surprise than I expected. It's a bit of a left field yeah. one for listeners, which I think maybe will be interesting for them. Hopefully, um, I think your second episode is an affair to forget you would be correct yeah, yeah. i really love this episode i know you said that you loved the fencing scene which for me is such a fantastic scene it is but i really like the whole episode i like the build-up with gretchen on the phone and Frasier getting so invested like he's so gossipy on the phone with her like tommy when are you gonna share we're we gonna share these details okay they <laughs> uh, the not quite human woman um, master of dialect you know oh that's just what we need a fourth language a fourth language <laughs> what a and, line and then just David Hyde pierce when he's standing on the piano doing his little throats. That's um, so good. So love good. it. Um, you know, when they when they make the mistake and um, you, then Frazier just suddenly starts fighting him when they resolve the first thing, you know. Um, and I, I really love as well that we just, we see a, the emotional side of Niles, again, in that terms of vulnerability. We see him in terms of how he really feels about Maris because it would be easy for us to think, well, why do we care? You know, you never see Maris. He clearly has a thing for Daphne, so why does he care? Yeah. But we do see that there is that sort of, there is a, a real bond between him and Maris. They feel comfortable together. It's not necessarily this, I forget what he actually says, the exact line, but he talks about he not necessarily been this passionate, deep relationship, but they there is that sort of, they like being close to each other, like being together. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really sweet, and I, I really, for me, I think it's a really sweet episode. It's really nice, and I could, I could happily watch it again and again. It's a Fantastic episode. I love that. I mean, I've got nothing, I've got nothing negative to say because it's just nice to, uh, to share the passion around. But, um, you know, I do, I do like this episode. I know it wasn't that high for me. Where was it ninth for me or uh, tenth? I think I've got it down for you. Oh, it's ninth on my rankings. Oh, I've got ninth as Dark Victory for you. Sorry. I am, I just clearly can't read. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, is that it, right? <laughs> it is 10th for me. Um, uh, yeah, so that's quite a big swing. That's an eight point swing there, but you know, I do think highly of it, and I like the fact that you like it so much. Um, so. Uh, so does that means my second now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what this is. What second? I think it's breaking the ice. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, what, what I need to say is when I celebrated a minute ago for guessing an affair to forget, obviously listeners knew I'd worked out it was between two episodes. I was celebrating <laughs> getting the 50-50 right, not that I'd worked out it was an affair to forget, <laughs> which was clear to everyone listening. Um, but yeah, it's breaking the ice love this episode and for the longest time obviously i had one top 10 episode in this season which surprise surprise is number one for the longest time i was looking at my top 10 list when we were making them i nearly crossed off a few to put breaking the ice on their top 10 overall um i just love this episode i think i love the cabin episodes and this is a slightly unique take on it because it's like it's not a cozy cabin though many it kind of is but also you know they're freezing their asses off in there it's very different to the normal cabins we see i think they're just they're hilarious when they start drinking in the cabin i love the fact they're kind of in the middle of nowhere sequestered away for on the ice you know they kind of lose the keys and just yeah I, I, this episode has it all for me with the three of them i guess the only thing that lets it down is that daphne and ross have nothing to do in it um it's very much the crane boys episode again another dvd theme where you could have four episodes what are the best the crane boys episodes but yeah, it's two for me. I mean, I, yeah, I, I know I didn't put it in my, my top eight, my umpire club, but it is a fantastic episode. Mm. And on paper, it's one you would think I would really, really love. It's that heartwarming one. It's funny. Um, I don't know why, just for me, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to hit in just the same way as some of the others, but I really do love John Mahoney's bit when he tells the boys that he loves them. Yeah. And, and I do quote, love ya yeah, all the love, time. Yeah, love ya. Yeah. We do that on the podcast <laughs> a lot as well. Um, yeah this is one of those episodes where a bit like with you and a fair to forget i can put this episode on whenever wherever and i will just happily sit down and watch it um i'm so excited when we get to like one of my top 10 episodes because obviously i, I don't know if you have this and if we talked about this i have a definitive favorite episode of *Frasier* in the whole show and it is unchanging totally. for me nothing will ever displace it and yeah. that kind of episode, I have watched it, it. I just, I don't want to say too much because it'll be a fun down the line. But I can put the episode on any time, any place, and I've seen it so many times. I'm standing, in, I'm standing in Dixon's right, and I just whop out the DVD. <laughs> I, I'm not exaggerating. I'll save it to when we get to the sto- to get to the episode. But I have a very, very similar story to that about watching it in a really random place. Um, so I'll save that as a teaser. But yeah, that was my number two. So number one is Weird. surprise, surprise, the same for both of us. Yeah. Is the Innkeepers. Innkeepers, yeah. Do you want to say why that's number one for you, oh, I mean, I, I know we only reviewed it a couple of weeks ago, um, but it, it's just... And weirdly enough, as much as I've been talking about having to rank both highly on comedy and heartwarming, this not necessarily that heartwarming an episode, but it's just no, not so, really. so funny. So good. Like the And also, everyone gets at least one funny moment, I think. I mean, Martin, when you know he's smoke-damaged or non-smoke-damaged, <laughs> um, you get... Um, Roz and Brad, when they're at the bar, and he's like, Hey, um, could you bring me some bread and maybe some peanuts or something? Like, yeah, you going to the menu and some bread and <laughs> Um, Daphne, the beautiful visual of just oh, whacking an so evil on the table. Good. Um, you know, uh, Niles with this is my restaurant. Your eyes, on every time you do that, <laughs> it kills me. Um, and then Frasier, just from start to finish, This is the voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> it's always me. Um, you know, there's not many episodes I think where you could, off the top of your head, have five lines, one for each of the main cast, and like, yeah, you know, um, I mean, even you could go, "Bulldog and nice touch with the sprinklers," and the, you know, it's like it's clinging to us like saran wrap. Okay. And Miles, baby, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, that's a—it's a credit to the episode. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. I, I, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think of the first season and what we said. I said uh, Travels of mod author and author." you know. For me, I think this has probably been the best episode so far of Frasier. I completely stage. agree. It's real top tier. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal episode. Not only of Frasier, just of sitcoms generally. I mean, to ram this much into 20 minutes and it never feels forced. It never feels rushed. Really, really strong. It's a fantastic episode. Love it. It's nuts because it feels t- twice as long as another episode because of how much they squeeze in. And when I look at an episode like The Unkindest Cut of All or something they've stretched to 22 minutes, I think it's day and night. Like there's so much in this episode. It's so fast paced. Gil and Bulldog have like multiple lines that are funny. Roz and Daphne do stuff, as you say. Um, yeah, just I just think. It, it's brilliant I, I can't say anything more than you said i think you summarized it really well but it's just the fact they make everyone work in this episode everyone has something to do i just love that um so that is our season two rankings okay i'm sad it's over because i love doing this so much um, well, i think i think did we have five in the end of the top eight were the same so that um, was the candidate the club flower matchmaker, child, matchmaker flower child and the innkeeper and the innkeepers and the innkeepers being retirement in murder and breaking the ice and someone to watch over me. And burying a grudge and seat of power. Oh, burying. oh yeah, we must have more than differences, must not we? Oh, Uh Okay, look. the club are the same. Not necessarily the same place, but both in the same category. The candidates are the Charles, same. Flower Child, Candidate, Matchmaker and Innkeepers. You said Flower Child, did you? Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's... Yeah, Flower Child's in is yourself, isn't it? yeah. So the difference is a retirement is murder and breaking the ice, which are both in the other categories. This doesn't make notes. any sense. I can't. Wait, how was this one? I got, I got. We're gonna work this out. I've, oh, um, I've got, I've got. Th- I've got you've got burying a grudge, seat of power, and a fair to forget, which I don't have. I have breaking the ice, someone to watch over me, and retirement is murder. There we go. I think that's it. Yes. Yeah. That's the that thing. Sense. That's yeah. it. Um, I just love how this descends into so it confusing. Is. I just love it. Get um, the whole thing. We need to work out this math, sir. <laughs> uh i mean we are we are kind of running quite quite quick here um as long rather the the episode's been going on quite long we have tallied up our favorite actor picks for season one we're going to do them really quick fire now and i hate to say it but mine are so frazier orientated mine exactly the same Season one is just about frazier to be honest it's establishing him i feel like looking back it's because we've not necessarily watched it recently it, it's hard to give it to someone else. You just think, okay, who do I remember in this episode? Frazier, Frasier, Frasier. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, this it's is hard. definitely think... gonna pad his numbers, isn't it? Yeah, I talent, think only for now. I think to an ex- I think had we done it as we went along, Frasier would have less than he gets now. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Definitely on mine I think Niles might be higher Had I actually done it As I went along Yeah um, But it'll be interesting So how are we going to do this Are we going to do it One episode Should we are just we gonna... do like quick fire back and forth Or do you want me To just give yeah, you I'm... the totals For each character I think we can do quick fire back and forth Do you have the episode The names of the episodes In front of you Yeah I can just oh, okay. kind of I'll go like Right, what's yours For the good son And then I'll just go Through them in order We don't have to do it Like we do for the rankings Where you do one I do one um, Yeah okay. That way keep it simple Okay, okay, so for the good son, I picked Martin actually. Wow, who did you pick? No, okay, I'm gonna have to change mine. Is okay. it is it the good son where Martin says, uh, there's just one problem, I'm not going? You want a relationship, right? But that sort of thing takes a couple of years, not a couple of days. I is that think that's the good son, or is that Space I, Quest? I think, uh, hmm, that might be Space Quest. That's Space Quest. Okay, I'm going to say that's Space Quest. Yeah, first. that's that Space Quest. Okay, right. Well, okay. in that case, I am giving it to Frasier. But you're so, good son for Frasier. Yeah, good son okay. is Frasier. So you've got a good son as Martin. I've got it as Frasier, yeah? Space Quest, I've gone with Frasier. Okay. I then will go with Martin. Nice. <laughs> because, uh, because of the line I've just I've just given you, yeah? Yep. Yeah, nice. But, um, Dinner at 8, I've also gone with Martin. Interesting dinner, eight. I went with Niles mm-hmm. for the line, Dad. Wait, the, the mud is coming. I know <laughs> <laughs> you love that line. I just man. love that line. You love that line. <clears throat> I hate Fraser Crane. It's got to be Frasier for me. Uh, I hate Fraser Crane. I've gone with Frasier as well, yeah. Excellent. Are you keeping up with the tallying? Yeah, what, I'm, I'm quick, No, no, I'm, I'm doing okay. Awesome, awesome. Here's looking at you. I've gone with Frasier, actually, because of the way he just deals with the telescope and like, was it something I wrote? And stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, it had to be Frasier, anyway. Um, For me, I went with Martin. For, mm. Here's looking at you. Um, it's, a, it's a, uh, I think it's, a, well, you get that nice little bit about him talking about... Um, I don't know, you see a vulnerable side, don't you? But You do, you do. I'm not going to go too much, because I'm not a big fan of the episode, to be honest with really. <laughs> you. No, neither, neither, were, neither were he, me either. Um, The Crucible, I've gone with Frasier. I just think he's the way he deals with Hayson and Paxton is brilliant. Uh, I have also gone with Frazier on The Crucible. Nice. Call me irresponsible. I've gone with Frasier again. This is so Frasier-orientated. Call me irresponsible, I also went with Frasier. Beloved infidel, Martin, because of the way he deals with, obviously, this crisis in parenting with the affair. I also went with Martin. Oh, look at this. Nice uh, nice little moment, yeah. Selling out, perhaps no surprise, I've gone with Beebe. I have also gone with BB. There yeah. we go. Look at this, man. Look at this. Um, Oops with Ned Miller. I've gone with... Okay, okay I'm just going to save you some time because this is, this, is, this is... For listeners as well, this is extremely boring listening now. I've got for 10, 11, 12, 30, 14, and 15, yeah. all a Frasier. Jeez, mate. Whoa. So that's that's Oops, Death Becomes Him, Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street, Guess Who's Coming to Breakfast, Can't Buy Me Love, and You Can't Tell a cro- By His color. And if you actually look at those episodes on paper... It is so Frasier-centric in all of them. Am I right in thinking that's six episodes then for Frasier? Uh, yes. Okay, so... You don't have to do what I just did. I just wanted to save oh, you the time from being I'm going to try and make sure I do these in order. Okay, so, oops, I went with Bulldog. Okay, oh, nice. Yeah, I gave that to Bulldog. Next is... Death Becomes Him. Uh, I gave that to Frasier. Merrick on 3rd or 4th yep. Street, I gave that to Frasier. Nice. Um Guess who's coming to breakfast? I gave to Martin, purely for the line. Hey, in my generation, sex is a private, personal thing between you and the person you're doing it to. <laughs> okay. I remember you first mentioned that line in the review and I cried with laughter. Um, you can't buy me love? Um, I gave that to Frasier, but I did really consider giving it to Daphne just for her bit in the, the limo with Bulldog. See you, Pitbull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you can't tell a crook by his cover? Uh, I also gave that to Frasier nice and i think we're going to both agree the and then, show where lilith comes back uh, we'd like to give it to lilith i'm guessing yes, yes we have yeah um a midwinter night's dream i've gone with niles but it could, oh, could have been daphne to be fair yeah i i gave it to niles from midwinter's mm. night's dream and the whimper is i've gone with martin again
1: Four. i also
0: went with martin fletcher gray i like it <laughs> <laughs> helen shapiro i like her <laughs> And finally, give him the chair. You'll be happy to know I've gone with Martin for his speech at the end, which you won me over to. Um, do you want to give us a tally gate, or is it going to be a nightmare to count? Uh, have you got your numbers in front of you? Uh, just numbers of what? Of, of each one and how many times you picked it. Am I for, for the ones for the nineteen I just gave you? Yeah. Okay, I can quickly count them now. Um, give me, let me get my pen.
1: I'm just so... checking. I,
0: I I put one down. I'm not sure if I've put frasier down 10 times or 11 times for you basically it should be that martin 6 and Frazier 10 or martin 5 and Frazier 11 and i'm not sure which one um it should be martin 5 Frazier 11. okay that's right then okay Okay. so basically that little sum up you've got martin five times frasier 11 times bb lilith and niles all figure once Mm -hmm. on mine i've got frasier eight times um martin appears six times niles twice and then bb bulldog and lilith once so in terms of the rankings we're just gonna do some very quick maths here fellas um <laughs> it's like being on countdown i suddenly feel like what Karen vorderman's been going through all these years <laughs> um so an extra eight for Fraser it means that Frasier is now on 19 for me lilith moves up to number to two uh no change for Roz. niles moves up to 12. martin moves up to 11. Mm. Um and BB and Bulldog both enter the running on one. Nice. On your list, uh the additional five for Martin means Martin is now on eight for you. Nice. The eleven for Fraser means that he has sauntered into a lead on 24. Holy, that's a whole season! <laughs> <laughs> on. One every every second episode you've given to Fraser. <laughs> um BB <laughs> goes up to two, Lilith goes up to two. And um, Niles goes up to nine. So just a comparison there. You've gone Frazier 24 times. I've gone Frazier 19 times. You've gone Lilith twice. I've gone Lilith twice. We've both gone for Roz twice. I've gone for Niles 12 times. You've gone for Niles nine times. I've gone for Martin 11 times. You've gone for Martin eight times. I've gone for Bulldog once. You've gone for Bulldog once. And I've gone for BB once, you've gone for BB twice. A round of applause for doing the grunt work there the counting and the mats. Amazing, Key. Thank you so much for that. So, just to bring the, the season ranking, season recap to a close, Key, I've picked my top three quotes um, for this season. So, number three, Tom Durant saying, Do you think we could get a little one on one time <laughs> out on the balcony? Um, my second is, I thought it would be something more lake adjacent around <laughs> at the cabin and breaking the ice. And, of course, my top one from Seat of Power is weren't you the guy who bought his gym shorts in an attache yes. case <laughs> it was a valise. <laughs> those are my top three quotes i mean i did Thanks. spring this on you have you managed to pick some out um I, I think to be honest i'll be repeating what i've said sort of throughout but i mean i love seat of power you know I, I think the blame here is 50 50. <laughs> that's a great line um the innkeepers is probably my favorite with um well it's marvelous i love that um you know um not necessarily a great line but you know, you scratch my book i think it has some great lines you know um no fear here no fear here <laughs> um and is your guy a or a dud uh that <laughs> one um i love the candidate you know he cares about the little people <laughs> um and i've got to give a shout out to the club i went to princeton oh i'm um, gonna forget man one of the so, best lines of this season yeah some some really great lines isn't it? it's absolutely fantastic amazing so when we get back to it next week it will be start of season three and there's a new station manager on the cards she's the yeah. boss kate costas is arriving um to mixed mixed signals from Key, but we're gonna I, yeah we've said we've talked about this but i mean we'll enjoy the episodes. I mean, you just have you got the list of episodes in front of you have you got the names I have. Of, yes of what can you just read out the names of the first five episodes i can it's she's the boss yeah shrink rap right martin does it his way yeah leaping lizards and kisses sweeter than wine. Okay. Why, may I ask? I'm just curious. I I think, generally speaking, the first five episodes of each season have been. I mean, I say this. I, I know we put the matchmaker and flower child not off eights, but that, um, that, yeah, they saved what was a bad opening. Really. Yeah, and I think. This yeah. is, other than Martin does it his way, this is a very poor start to the season. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I yeah. love Martin does it hit does it his way, but... I'd actually say the first... I mean, this is a big statement to make. It could well be that the first eight episodes of uh, season three could make up five of the, first, the bottom eight for the end of season ranking. Yeah, um, it's a tough one the last time I saw Maris is interesting I can barely yeah. remember what that's about but it'll um, all come back to my The Adventures of Bad Boy and Dirty Girl oh, God, let's, see. let's that's see how it goes crazy one. Um, um, but yeah we've we'll we got to a Christmas next. episode though we didn't have a Christmas episode last season and I know. love no and I love having a Christmas episode wait what episode is that that's right, number 9 ten. yeah so it'll be <laughs> like no, that is doing it in March because you no know, <laughs> Um, but yeah I'm really looking forward to getting back to it with season 3 um, but yeah thank you everyone who's listened through all of season 2 um, please share with us your favourite moments top 3 quotes and if you want to do your own ranking for the episodes by all means do but you can just give us our, your top 3 if you want um, and we'll be back to it uh, next week other than that I've been Will I've been Key. and thank you very much for listening to We're Listening and this week we are looking at Season two episode. I have to started yet. One for the blooper reel. <laughs> so, um, next, coming on from this is why I don't do it, this is my blooper reel. Is... <laughs> and I think that's. Sorry, my phone just buzzed really loudly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, sorry, there's a dog barking downstairs, if so you could hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just get my Word document up because I've gone off it because of the kidney pains. <laughs> yeah, question one from uh from hamish actually where the fuck is his question hang on um <laughs> gotta go back okay here it is oh i completely agree um i think it's i think it's i think it's very funny um i think what well, a martin and art are very funny um but Jim, again, sorry. I was on KSL then, so I just started talking on autopilot. It's not a funny episode at all. So let me do that again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what you just said. Um, about... oh, that's great. That, yes. I'm so sorry. Was... <laughs> um, shall we jump over to listener to mail this week, Kay? Yes, we will. Are we doing um? This is is anyway. Shit. Yeah. Um. I, oh, fuck. I haven't. A... Oh, there we go. I just pressed it again, <laughs> and both of them are in. Okay, uh, where are we? Right, I need to. I forgot what episode number it is. About um, 14, 15? 15, 15. 15. 15. We forget every week. Don't worry. We? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's always the same. It's somewhere in season two. Somewhere in season two. God, I feel really weird. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I'm, I think I must be tired or something. I had a bit of a restless sleep. Right, it's what basically you've just hit old age. You're... I think that is literally hit me. I've just. I'm now. I'm now. I'm now closer to thirty than I am to, to twenty. And this week we're looking at Season 2, Episode 22, Agents in America Part 3, in which... Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Hello, and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Frasier. I'm Will. I'm Kate. Sorry, but I, I, I think I pressed yes on the recording too late, uh, too late oh, so oh, I think your first line <laughs> may not have been recorded. That's fine, that's fine. I did it again, I did it again. <laughs> hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh my, and maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs. Ha 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 ha! But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs.